I just turned 25 and before my birthday, I started thinking about what I have accomplished in my life so far and what I'd want to accomplish next. To help me determine what I want for the next 10 years of my life, I asked a few people that I admire to write letters to their younger selves to see if I can learn from them. This is how it went. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FX Pesa. Whether you are a beginner in trading or you are an expert trader, FX Pesa offers you easy access to a trading account 24-7 straight from your device that you do not miss out on any trading opportunities. Click the link down below in the description bar to find out more about FX Pesa and to sign up for a live account. You can also open a demo account which allows you to practice for free. Now back to the podcast. Hey guys, and welcome to A Letter to My Younger Self, a podcast that encourages you to work hard, have good intentions, and most importantly, to trust the process. Now, I'm not sure how these episodes are going to roll out, but by now I have read quite a few letters. And one thing that I've noted is a lot of people concentrate on like their careers, which I mean is understandable because we're really a generation that is obsessed with securing the bag. Now, today's guest is an award-winning journalist. His name is John Alanamu. And being an award-winning journalist, I personally expected him to really concentrate on his career and take us through, you know, being an award-winning journalist. But he went through a different route that I personally quite enjoyed. So today we're going to be hearing about John Allen's personal life and decisions and choices that he made along his journey to get to where he is today. Welcome, John. Thank you. I didn't know that you enjoyed the letter. I didn't I know really, that you guys were focusing on that. <laughs> I did, I did. Ah. Um, but the one thing is that the first thing when I got the letter, I was actually, I read it like three times oh, really? or four before I could analyze it and understand it. So I'm just curious to know, is this how you speak to yourself? What? In parables, in puzzles, <laughs> when you're talking to yourself in your head? <laughs> well, um, yes, but yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 many times when I, when I try and express myself, uh, uh, like a, an expression, like a saying mm-hmm. that helps me sort of, um, make sense of what I'm trying to say will, will pop into my head. Maybe one will come in the course of this conversation, yeah. but it's not a tea. Um, like I have Chinua Achebe in, <laughs> <laughs> in, in my head. It's, I don't know, I, I guess it's just a way of, of trying to explain things to myself and to mm-hmm. other people. That just makes it easier. So that's why it was difficult. You're like, yeah, it's like a composition. I was like, wow, 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 wow. You know how they used to ask, the uh, curtains are blue. Explain why the writer said the curtains are blue. <laughs> In my head, I'm like, the curtains are just blue. Why is there a reason the curtains are blue? So yeah, exactly yeah. like that. So you can go ahead and read the letter to us. I have right. so many questions to ask. So I'm reading the entire letter? Yes, please. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's 2007. You're now 24. This is a big year for you. No longer the intern at the office. You have paid a few of your dues at work and now you're more or less ready for bigger things. You won't see it, but the confluence of your coming of age as a young reporter and the events you'll witness aren't just coincidence. God planned it that way. But you're young, so you overestimate just how much you have to do with and where you are at that point. That's a mistake you don't need to make. Living on your own now, you don't need to go to church. Mom isn't there to tell you to do so. <laughs> um, the freedom, this freedom means that you, can have, that, you can have, that you can have work during the day and drinks and a wild night after. Interestingly, all the freedoms you yearn for are exactly the ones that you must be temperate with now. Work will keep you out of harm's way for the most part, thank God. But again, that is you thinking that you have more to do with you not keeping the company that your freedom would allow you to. I can get why you were were talking about that. That's a sentence and a half. I don't know. I thought about it differently in my head. Um, I hope you're getting the picture now. Everything that has fallen into place has more to do with the path you are destined to take over the next few years than your efforts in deliberately choosing to be on that path. So this letter isn't about the quickest way up the rung. It's about being intentional. Read this letter carefully. 37-year-old you is given to analogies and parables, (laughs) but you're good at reading between the lines, so I know you'll get it. Do I keep going? Yeah. Okay. 
The thing about being 24 is now you is that you now feel a sense of completeness that you hadn't before. School is done, work's going fine, and your relationship is flourishing. No time to pay attention to those un untended corners of your life. Big moves need to be made, right? The unction you feel to succeed is important. It'll drive you to do things you never thought you could. But it is more than okay to take a step back and examine the entire picture that you're painting. Better yet, think of yourself as a brand new jigsaw puzzle whose pieces are sealed inside a box. On the box, what people see is a picture of a complete jigsaw puzzle. The better looking, the more intricate it is, the more interesting it is for people to look at, um, um, the more interesting it is to, to people looking at this box. Don't be one of those people examining yourself as complete. What you're seeing is a picture of what you think you can become. You haven't yet opened a box. When you do, you'll find hundreds of pieces. The ones that connect to work will be the brightest, biggest, and easiest pieces, pieces to fit together. So the temptation is to start fitting them together first. <clears throat> They'll all connect, so then you'll feel a sense of achievement, of progress. What you should be doing is rather than going for the big pieces of the puzzle, spread every piece out in front of you. Take your time to examine each piece. Try to figure out what parts generally go together. Work, the dunda, even your relationship can wait. Your faith, for instance, will be in the shape of those complex looking pieces that seem not to fit into anything. But when, but when not put together, we'll leave a huge hole in the jigsaw. I just have to say, there's, <laughs> there's a huge amount of jigsaw analogies here that yeah. I just need to explain. Okay. I was writing this letter at a time when I was thinking of a present for one of my kids. Uh, and jigsaw puzzles were that. How so was, old is the child? Child or children? The, uh, the one who was getting the puzzle. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was, um, so I, I wrote this. I wrote this uh, mid last year. Yeah. Yeah. So he was he was turning eleven. Ah. He was turning eleven, and and it was a big birthday for him because um, that that's the year that we decided with my wife that we're going to be like giving the talk, mm. you know, um, about various things that you're going to expect when going out. So we went out to Naivasha. We had a good time and. And I guess we were thinking about this entire thing. I didn't. I wound up not giving him a jigsaw puzzle, <laughs> so all of this is just wasted. Yeah. But but anyway, you know, Polesana um, Wabosha. All right. Now where was I? Jigsaw puzzle. Jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Work the dunda. Even your relationship can wait. Your faith, for instance, will be in the shape of those complex-looking pieces that seem not to fit into anything, but when not put together will leave a huge hole in a jigsaw. Those parts take time to understand. I meant to say, those parts take time. Understand those pieces. Their shapes, edges, and nooks are difficult to decipher. Take your time with those. Ask for help if you can't figure them out on your own. Do not ignore these pieces because they don't just fall into one place once everything else fits. It's actually the other way around. I can almost forgive you for believing that you can ignore this part of your life. I only just rediscovered these pieces. Make sure that they fit together right side up, even if it takes you a while. It'll be worth it. It'll certainly make things a hell of a lot easier for me. Then there are your values. Also worth taking time to understand. That freedom I had mentioned is important here. Use the freedom to truly show who you are. No one is looking, so now is the time to truthfully ask yourself, why is it that you want to party? To hang out with your very cool friends and be at the best parties, to be about that life. The hype tells you that you're young and this is what you're supposed to be doing now, but do everything in moderation. Those Sunday drives on your own, away from your housemates that you derive so much pleasure from, are trying to tell you something. Learn to be with yourself, interested in listening to what your heart and your conscience whisper to you in these moments of solitude. Don't drown your thoughts out with the noise that a young bachelor's life brings. Learn how to tune out the noise and hone into your own thoughts about yourself. What do you stand for? What's your story? Are you the man your parents raised? 
The friendships you will make now will remain for a while longer. These are also pieces of your puzzle. The pieces that you need are very few. But you think that there must be more than one. There must be more than the ones you have identified. Your friends are a reflection of you, so choose how these pieces fit into the bigger story. Your friendships will connect to your romantic relationships. Make sure that they feed into that picture in a way that works for who you're trying to become. Two years from now, you'll become a father. Now, when I was 24, mm -hmm. I had absolutely no idea. So it's weird that, that um, I wrote that down because, hey man, my life was so different at 24 than it was at 25 and 26. These pieces connect inextricably to your romantic life. Do not be afraid to take your time and be more decisive about who you choose to love. The answer is closer than you think, but it's obscured by your own thoughts about what the puzzle is supposed to look like. Do this without care and you'll have to rip up huge parts of the puzzle. Completely needless if you act with more than the intention in your pants. Temperance means that even if you have a hammer, you don't always need to use it. Is that an expression that's easier to decipher? <laughs> Definitely <laughs> is. <laughs> don't be blinkered by what you saw on the cover on, of the pu puzzle box. That's just a picture. This is just your idea of what you think you should be, separate from who you actually are. Looking for the approval of others distracts you from focusing on yourself. You don't need to contort yourself into the image and likeness of those who have succeeded before you. Learn lessons from, from them, for sure. But remember that these lessons need to be adapted to the life you have always wanted to leave, lead. You know what that is, so I don't need to remind you. Your life, especially your romantic life, need not be what people expect it to be. There's more joy in following your heart to the person that it, that it leads you to than you will ever know. I'm not worried about this part though. Eventually, you do get the girl of your dreams. Find the time to be with your family. Do not take for granted that because you grew up with them, they will always be the people that live in your memories. Every one of the members of your family has a journey that they are on. Check in with them, walk with them. Cultivating that habit will serve you when you get a family of your own. You are so much more than your career. Your own story is important. Don't let the world tell you that because your experiences are not those you have that haven't been written about, they are not worth repeating. At the very least, your story is the nucleus of the legacy you wish to leave when you pass away from this world. Cherish every single step that you have taken. Feel all of the pain that you have hidden so well. Don't be so long-suffering, especially when people use your kindness and compassion to their advantage. You speak so loudly for others. Learn to speak up for yourself. It may make you unpopular in the moment, but at least people will know where you stand. Some of the things you are reading here, you already know. Have the courage to go beyond the bowlines of knowledge alone. Act on what you know. Live your life unencumbered by fear. I'll be here waiting for you. Wow. It was long. <laughs> <laughs> it's really quite a letter, but I have to start by asking. The other yes. day I was joking with Wambari and I was telling her, yeah. all old people who come, <laughs> are writing to their 24-year-old selves. Am I going to be paid for <laughs> that being referred, being referred to as an old person? <laughs> to, or to, a 20, to their 24-year-old selves, that's interesting. Yeah, and I'm 24 right now. Yes. So I'm wondering, are we writing should, to you? should I be listening? <laughs> Is there a voice that's going to be talking to me? Well, why, why 24? Why did you personally pick 24? Well, I mean, first to answer your question about yourself, I think you're here for a reason mm -hmm. and you're listening to these stories for a reason at this point in your life. So um, if I were you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> listen. you know, listen. Um, this point in my life was a very important one in that um, it's kind of when, if I was to use um, an expression that, you know, where a river meets the ocean, mm -hmm. right? The river being the life that you've led up until that point, your childhood, your teenage, and the ocean being adulthood and the rest of your life. That confluence usually has a lot of conflict. There's a lot of 
there's a lot of stuff that's happening. Mm -hmm. Some things you have to let go of, right? Some things have to die with your past. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some things you kind of have to be more accepting of, right? As you go forward. That point in my life was, was like that. Mm -hmm. I had acquired all the skills, like, as a journalist that I needed to. And that's why I think I started with that. I felt like I kind of had a handle on what it is that I wanted to do, what kind of journalist I wanted to be. And 2007 would, 2007, 2008 would prove to be a very pivotal year in proving that for me. Mm -hmm. But in my life, I was very far from figuring out the sort of person that I wanted to be. Yeah. I mentioned relationships a lot. Um, <clears throat> I had this idea about who I wanted to be in relationships. Um, and who I was versus who I wanted to be were two very different, different people. Different people. So I'm not going to say I was a player, mm -hmm. but I, I certainly wasn't the saint that I thought, you know, I projected myself, mm -hmm. you know, as being. Um, I, I got into relationships more out of you know, just being swept up in that moment when you meet someone new, yeah. right? And and it's exciting and, and you feel swept up by all of that. And you don't take the time to really think, um, you know, what am I doing here? Yeah. I guess, you know, you have to do that for you to be able to learn. But I did it a lot. Like I, I didn't, I, I wasn't considerate mm. of what I wanted from every relationship. And that made me a bad partner to a lot of the girls that I dated. Mm. Um, and so this time was kind of coming to the end of that. I mentioned that I had been in a relationship that was flourishing, but the truth of the matter is that it wasn't really. Mm -hmm. um, is it that you thought at that time it was flourishing and now is when you see you know, it if, really if, was not? If Instagram was around when, yeah. when I was 24, then, then man, <laughs> mad couple goals, right? So I'd be, I'd be really out there and, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, but internally, there was this turmoil that I was feeling. I felt like the person that I was with was, um, wasn't right for me, mm -hmm. you know? She wanted different things from me than I was able to offer. And I wanted different things from her than she was able to give at that point in time. Um, what what wound up happening was that we hurt each other a lot, mm -hmm. right? I learned about all of the hurt that I should have experienced in that relationship, i.e. that I was being cheated on years later. Mm. You know, she learned about it because I made someone pregnant. And so I left that relationship with a lot of guilt um, and, and a lot of wounded, really. Yeah. But you see, as a 24-year-old, you know, you kind of think you have all of the time in the world to be able to fix these things and to, and to, um, you know, to just to tough it out and, and live past your mistakes. Mm -hmm. But we don't have all of that time. The 20s are a great time for you to really, ex you know, discover yourself as a person. But temperance, you know, it, it's a really important quality to have at this age yeah because it allows you to enjoy the things that you should and not l leave scarred by them or carrying them into your 30s and your 40s mm. yeah so what would you say um was the type of girl who you'd basically go for at mm. that point at 24 <laughs> now <laughs> well um well for sure she had to be um beautiful for one i mean mm -hmm. um i i i was always looking i was always on the lookout for 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 the for the nice looking chick um she had be interested in um i guess and this is going to sound very very conceited mm -hmm. but she had be interested in me i didn't want someone who was interested in the rest of the world and and that sort of thing i i wanted someone whose attention would be on me and mm -hmm. and so that I could dote on her as well. Um, she had to be the sort of person who I could present to my mom, but um, who I could also have like a really wild night 
with mm -hmm. and you know not feel like the two worlds were conflicting um she had to be i'd say not not well read but interested in the world in a way that that kept her curious um and i have to say she, i i i was always looking for someone who was within the it crowd mm -hmm. mainly because of my own feelings of of um You've heard of the imposter syndrome, yeah. right? Yeah. So it was mainly because of those feelings that I felt like I'm not enough as I am. So I need somebody who is enough all on their own. Mm -hmm. and some of that shine can sort of like that fairy dust can kind of just sprinkle itself on me. Um, so yeah, that's the kind of person I was looking for at the time. A lot of the people that I found were exactly that, mm -hmm. but deeper in me, I realized that that wasn't what I wanted at all. Now, what's the difference between that girl who you've now described and your wife now? Mm. In many ways, there are things that I wanted that my wife um, has. I, she's extremely attractive. Mm -hmm. Mad, like, I've, I always wanted, like, someone who is curvy, curvy. And she's mad curvy. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, for days. Um, She's very outgoing, very curious about the world. Mm -hmm. Never afraid to ask the question that makes her seem like she's stupid, but really gets a conversation going and really gets you to learn. So in fact, one of the things that I'm doing this year is that I've, I'm calling it the McKenna posture, mm -hmm. where <laughs> I go there because I'm this person Actually, now I know everything. Mm -hmm. and go and ask the, 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 the genuine questions that I'm really thinking and feeling inside. But I think the, the one thing that is a clear difference, and, and it's not that those girls aren't genuine, but my wife, McKenna, is so authentic. Mm -hmm. Like she's so honest and genuine. Like you either have to, you know, deal with that or, yeah. you know, not. I don't know if we can cast, but yeah, you know, <laughs> but yeah, you can fuck off if you, yeah. you know, if um, if if you don't. What that did, you see, and that's the thing about God. Sometimes, you know, when you ask God for a good woman, yeah. He gives you a person. And we were discussing this with Barak the other day. When you, you when you when you ask God for a good woman, He'll give you the sort of person who is going to test you and mm -hmm. bring out the kind of man that you're supposed to be for that woman. Mm -hmm. You understand? So that honesty, that authenticity really, really brought out a lot of the demons that I was facing. Mm. And that's the clear difference. All right, that, that's, that's really, it's quite interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, now to take you back to the mm. part where you said, I'm hearing these letters because I'm supposed to be listening. Mm. And even there's a part you touched out, you touched about coincidence on the letter. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you really don't believe in coincidence much. It's more of a destined path that you're supposed to follow. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. So yeah. now... Uh -huh. I'm, I'm the same. Okay. I believe the same way that you're destined to follow a certain path. Yeah. But the one thing that I struggle about believing that is that now it then means that there are people who are destined to live shit lives and mm. others who are now just destined to flourish, you know, shower in gold and mm -hmm. milk. I don't know. What was your thought about that? I think if we think about it in, in material terms, mm. then we kind of we kind of missed the point. And let me, let me tell you a story um, from, from my own life. Mm -hmm. Without giving too much detail, there's a part of my life that was very, very hurtful. Like I dealt with a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of hurt because of some of the things that happened, mm -hmm. right? Now, the question I have to ask myself is, why did I have to go through that? Yeah. Right? Why, why not someone else? There's lots of other assholes around the world who that, that could have happened to. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I wasn't like a bad person. I was a good boy, you know, a good person, a good, good young man. Right? Why do those things happen? But when you think about the, 
I, I guess maybe because I'm older, I, I have a bit more perspective on this, right? Those things that I endured, um, those times when I felt alone or hurt or guilty or ashamed, those things have, have made me the person that I am today in many ways. I'm able to recognize that in other people, mm -hmm. first of all. It's made me more compassionate in my, in my career. If there's anything that I'm very proud of as a journalist, and I'm not even just talking as John Allen, just John Allen, a journalist, is that any time I do a story, mm -hmm. at the heart of it, the beating heart of it is some, some sense of compassion for someone who's going through something, right? Yeah. And compassion is, is, is a value or a quality that is in short supply in this world, right? Mm -hmm. Had I not gone through that, would I be as compassionate? compassionate. So, yeah, there are people who live shit, shit lives, mm -hmm. but there are lessons even in that mark, right? And I hate to sound philosophical about it because it's difficult to tell a person who's really going through it that, yeah. hey, by the way, there's a lesson here, we start, you know, mm -hmm. thinking about it. Um, and I mean, there'll be people on, 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 your, on your podcast who aren't religious, who, who aren't spiritual at all. But the, the lesson that I'm learning, and it's not that I'm, I'm the Pope, you know, Pope <laughs> uh -huh. John Allen III. Um, the lesson that I, I'm learning is sometimes there's a, there's a level of surrender to, to the fact that there's a higher power than you. Mm -hmm. And all of these things that you're trying to do to try and panga your life a certain way at the end of the day, you know, he's just going to come and make one move like this. Yeah. And you'll be like, five years of all of this for what? Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's to teach you something. And that level of surrender is very hard to obtain, especially when we have material wealth. Yeah. When life's going well, you know, you can you can go sit down somewhere, have a coffee. Um, you can have a meal at the end of the day. Your kids are well taken care of. That material possession, all those, those possessions, that belonging, all of that, all of the things that you value. You see, those things are very difficult to, to let go of. But if you really think about it, at the end of the day, do you want to be a person who, who you know, owned everything but knew nothing, felt nothing, yeah. was nothing inside you, hollow, as hollow as advanced? Oh. Yeah. So I guess that that would be my answer. It's very long, it's very convoluted, like the letter. But <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, you can divine a, a, a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, if I was thirty-eight, yes, mm. and I was told go and tell your twenty-four-year-old something, mm -hmm. I'd go and be like, listen. PPEs, mm -hmm. start making them now. <laughs> We're about to shine, it's our time. Yeah, yeah. But for you, in your letter, you basically said, I'm not coming back to give you a shortcut. Mm. I'm coming back to tell you to be intentional about mm -hmm. um, the way you're basically living life. So in your words, what is being intentional and why is it so important? We go through a lot of our lives assuming that tomorrow is there, the things that we've prepared for are there, the phone call that I'll make, I'll find that person on the other end of the phone. Um, you know, we go through those, we go through life like that. Mm -hmm. and we live it almost on repeat. A lot of the things that we do are rote. And, and yet we are living, we are living out a destiny that was created for us. So it's almost like being in a movie. Mm. Have you ever been in a movie? Like one of the things that, 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 that's a pet peeve like between me and McKenna mm -hmm. is that when I'm in a movie, she'll ask me a question and I'm, <laughs> me, I'm like, that's you just wait, yeah. you, you understand? <laughs> yeah. and, and so have you ever been in a movie and you're so distracted that you don't really get the plot? Yeah. And at the end of it, you're like, so I sat through these two hours. You don't understand what happened. I don't happened. understand. So every movie is like Inception, mm -hmm. you know, as yeah. in it's so like, oh my gosh, I didn't get it. You get, yeah. that's kind of like life, right? And for so long, and, and I'm not saying actually I'm intentional every day when I get into the car <laughs> and I turn, no, yeah. you know. Um, 
but it's 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 really just trying to put yourself in that present moment and and really think about like why am i being given this test why am i living this life the question you asked yourself why am i living this life and not other people that's mm-hmm. a really important question to ask yourself those are some of the things that i call being intentional mm-hmm. really looking at the things that you have the things that you don't and asking deeper questions of them other than see i have them see i worked for them you know mm-hmm. they are mine yeah. you get um being intentional to me means trying to find a way for you to do it well mm-hmm. to be a good person and being a good person being a good person requires that effort that intention yeah because it's not automatic you don't automatically become a good person you kind of work at it every day mm-hmm. right and the things that you achieve the things that you want in your life So for instance for for you Maxine like what do you want in from your life This is from you saying how materialistic things it ain't no, about No uh, man But I'm not materialistic even me I like still, things Still still yeah, paper just... paper isn't bad like it's yeah. not bad it's even me I want to live a good when you think <laughs> at yo I want to go and tell stories and then I go yeah. back and sleep in sackcloth <laughs> No You know, I also want to live a comfortable life, mm-hmm. right? So that's not bad. That's not mm. a bad thing. So basically, so, yeah. I wake up every day with the intent to make money. Think of how I can make more money, mm-hmm. how to do it, make a game plan of it. Basically. Look at look at all of that thinking just around tombs, right? Yeah. Like there's a game plan, there's things that you need to do to be that intention. Mhm. Meaning that at some point in time kuna pesa mali yani you haven't been scratching your wrist uh, your, your your palm <laughs> but you know, but in a come in a come see, you understand yeah. but that intention allows you to almost manifest what it is that you want so how about manifesting being a good person uh. how about manifesting treating people better you know how about manifesting living out the values that you really want for yourself mm-hmm. you get and that for me is being intentional Mm. Yeah, but disclaimer to Aramina nataka pesa pia. Okay, nataka pesa. Sababu niko na watoto, you know, and I don't want them to go and struggle, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I like to eat a good meal once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Think we all we all do. Mm. Before we continue, I'd like to say a big big thank you for all the support that you have shown myself and this podcast so far. If you'd like to support this podcast even more, you can do so by clicking this link right here and purchasing one of your favorite letter to my younger self match. We have a letter to my younger self journal which has quotes as well as thought provoking questions that I hope will inspire you on your personal growth journey. We also have mugs, bags, webcam covers and a lot more stuff. I will leave a link down below in the description box so that you can check this out for yourself. Now back to the podcast. So now let me take you back to the puzzle analogy mm-hmm. and how I interpret it. Yeah, first of all sorry about that man. <laughs> like I was just in a space and I was buying presents uh-huh. but anyway. It's, yeah. it's actually okay by the end of it I really enjoyed mm. the letter. <laughs> <laughs> so um there's this there's the puzzle. Yeah. You wait, you watched Queen's Gambit? Actually? Yeah. No, I haven't. No. no oh, I'm, I'm 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 resisting watching it. Why? Um well, I don't know. I I just felt like what wengi wa mechecki have had oh it's so good and no yeah. so I'll go there with all of these expectations. expectations. It'll be spoiled for me. So like even like with Breaking Bad, like mm-hmm. I took maybe like five years before before I started watching it. Um, so that so that the excitement dies down then I don't I even mm-hmm. forget you know but anyway you you are going somewhere <laughs> with Queen's Gambit yes. I watched it before the hype and I think that's why I got it but anyways mm-hmm. a long story of asking is cuz she imagines the chessboard so now is mm-hmm. imagining the or the jigsaw puzzle yes <laughs> now with the puzzle yeah. there is the outer parts the corner mm-hmm. pieces that we all end up feeling fast when we're doing the puzzle mm. so i interpreted that as um you're born you go mm-hmm. to school mm-hmm. you get a job you move out get married yeah 
somehow no one says after kids what's supposed to happen <laughs> but those are those outside pieces yeah then there is the center pieces that are the more intricate pieces harder to fill in which mm. are like your value system mm. your faith mm. yes mm-hmm. first of all were you that um religious at 24 would you consider yourself uh, religious at that time uh, no what changed um hey life 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 man <laughs> life and it's not that i'm like i said mm-hmm. i'm not religious yeah in the sense that i'm not i'm not the person who would lead you know bible study or mm-hmm. be a be a catechumen or what have you what i am on is a journey mm-hmm. of really trying to re- trying to rediscover how faith matters to me now at 24 me i i wanted what any any young 24 guy wants mm-hmm. you know on that life yeah you want chicks you want you know you want be you want be out there you want live life this is your opportunity and i guess because i was raised where we'd go to church every sunday and you know my mom's very prayerful so is my dad um so is my older my my older sisters um you know that kind of residual um I don't know if I should call it religiosity if there's mm-hmm. a word like that um kind of stuck with me so I had that yeah. at 24 but I was not at all like an intentional catholic and an intentional uh prayerful person yeah. I'd only pray when guy man <laughs> eh I Ni feel like being called out right now <laughs> But you know, you know, yeah. yani guy, kaki, mungu. Kaki god please this time. I mungu yani niko na hangover yani na naenda kazini mungu Jesus baba yani nisaidie nisipatikane na mdosi wangu. Yeah. You know, yeah. stuff like that. But it wasn't really that that kind of intention. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess you're asking why now? Mm-hmm. Um I've been in so many scrapes. I've been in so many close shaves. I've been around tragedy a lot mm-hmm. i've seen suffering and 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 i don't mean suffering in 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 a very light sense like deep guttural cries of suffering mm-hmm. because of my work um but even that didn't bring me as close to wanting to really rediscover myself as being in a marriage the reason why there's no manual after marriage and you also pointed out no manual after kids mm-hmm. it's because there's no manual <laughs> no one has figured it, it out. doesn't exist <laughs> right it doesn't exist um you know de chapel likes to say that marriage devoid devoid of emotion is a contract mm-hmm. in a sense that's true um because you're consistently renegotiating the terms of how you live with this person that grew up in another house mm-hmm. right they didn't grow up with you no matter how much you feel for them and yeah. all of the hashtags and you know um negotiating that life together and figuring out that this is a person that I want to lead me to heaven and I, is that the same for her you know with me raising a family trying to do the right things there's no right way that's being figured out there are some principles but there's no right way for you yeah. maxine the same way i had to figure that out and at the end of the day man you just have to turn to god and say <laughs> me i have no idea what i'm doing here yeah. none like god just come here and help me because um if i keep going like this i'm going to fuck up some more you know yeah. and you don't want to be responsible for messing up the lives of your wife mm-hmm. your children And so that that's what brought me or drew me even closer to just wanting to understand this and wanting to be on that journey. 24 though was was a different time. Yeah. Mm. So it's more what I've gotten today is as you get older you get more religious and you drink more water <laughs> at night specifically at night. Oh my gosh. I okay well the opposite happens for some people. Yeah. Um but like for me yeah. Eh, Mm-hmm. I I won't live long but I, yeah. I want to I want to enjoy seeing my kids and with my job there's, there's places that I go that life expectancy is just as long as a ride there yeah. so I kind of want to be in the right in the good books with uh, 
with uh, our guy mm-hmm. so that nisipatikane <laughs> now when he starts replaying my life there yani and i'm like oh my god <laughs> what You mean me? You mean me? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um now for the center pieces you say mm. that they are so important mm-hmm. work on those pieces first. Yeah. And you say ukishindwa just ask ask mm. for help. So it sounds to me like those pieces at the center are so important that sometimes if you mess up and start the other way around you might have to take out Yep. some of the others just so that these ones can fit can fit are there instances where you've had to take out mm. some of the first pieces i had referred to this um with with um my wife mm-hmm. and how we got into a relationship had i been intentional mm-hmm. about really pursuing my heart and really being honest with a girl that i was with at the time and say look this is not working out yeah there's someone who I'm more interested in I love this person it might have been painful in that moment right but what I showed at that point in time was cowardice mm-hmm. you know I I don't like to admit nobody likes to admit that they they said something cowardly but we have the results of cowardly acts walking over here carrying all sorts of hurt mm-hmm. and guilt right we have children who've grown up because fathers abandoned them but even in that moment of even accepting like wow i'm going to be a dad it was hard it was very difficult had i focused instead on not being this person who wanted the cookie cutter relationship that everybody would be like yeah. oh my gosh that's so nice you know but be in it for be in a relationship and the relationships that i was in to actually like be present i don't think that i would have caused that kind of hurt that i did um first to my wife mm-hmm. and and second to this to this lady who i was dating and if you think about it like i guess it's also kind of like the world we live in that influences influences you and you think that is it is okay for a guy to to be a player is okay for a guy to have a side chick here and, there and 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 it's not you know it really is yeah. you know um but had i been more focused on really being the person that i said that i wanted to be in my head mm-hmm. then i'd have been a better person yeah you get so that's one of those pieces you know the other is like we were talking just my faith yeah It's a garden you kind of have to cultivate it every day. What I'm doing now is going through naslash and kitoa all of the weeds and stuff mm-hmm. like that preparing the ground I guess. Had I tended to my garden on a daily basis right from when I was young then the fruits of which I think would have been easier for me too. But then you see I I was also placed at this moment to learn these lessons now mm-hmm. rather than at that time because maybe at that time they'd have been wasted on me. Mm-hmm. Mm. So now I don't know if I'm getting this straight the mm-hmm. child was with your now wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But that sounds like something that's quite personal and you're saying if you'd go back at that time you if you can't figure out like those pieces you'd go to someone to ask them. Mm. So who at that time were you would you have been this close with? I should have taken a leap of faith ask my dad about it. Yeah. You know there's nothing new under the sun yeah. in terms of relationships. Tunajifanya like I saw something on TikTok the other day and and a guy was like at African parents say that there's no sex before marriage. Then why was I in a wedding? <laughs> the wedding you get like, Yeah. You get. <laughs> yeah. Um so it means that he even if he might not have had the right answer at that point in time, he might have known someone who would or he might have seen a situation where that could have helped me yeah right but i guess it also goes to how men kind of like try and sort out their issues they'll go to their boys first yeah now what do i do ah oh damn yeah you know yeah and you're given all sorts of confusing advice that doesn't leave you any better so i think that's one of the things that i've done um Von being vulnerable and a friend of ours was just talking about this on Saturday. Being vulnerable is really actually being strong. 
opening up to other people and saying, I have this problem, invites them to also maybe offer a solution or mm -hmm. to also talk, talk to you about their pain. And in that conversation, solu solutions can be found. Yeah. But kila mtu anajaribu kuwa now, you know, especially in this day and age, ah man, if you're not looking the right way, mm -hmm. if, you're, if you don't have it together, then how are you even existing? Go kill yeah. yourself, you know, as in like people are very, very harsh with, um, with, uh, with people who are both flawed and brilliant at the same time. Yeah. But that's human nature. It's normal. You get, yeah, so. I think really mm. the social media, especially Instagram. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Instagram is one of my favorite apps, but the worst ones because everyone on Instagram is sharing basically their life's highlights. Mm. One is coming out there to say how they're suffering in life. Mm. And it, it's quite sad because I realize this because I'm in, I'm part of the problem <laughs> as an Instagrammer. But then now the kids who are coming up are not realizing it. Mm, they don't and recognize then, that. Exactly. So now we have 19 year olds who think they're already failing in life. And mm. you really have Because not... they don't have many friends. No, no, Mama. because they're not securing the bag yet. I... And everything, and like they feel like their life is not in order, mm. but your life is just starting. Yeah, I think what what Instagram is like it's like a mag, it's like a magnifying glass mm -hmm. that magnifies the problems that have always existed. We've always had these kinds of things where you want to keep up with everybody yeah. else, and you're feeling pressure. Hey man, Gary Bado? Yeah. Hi, you guy. What are you doing, Javin? <laughs> hey, I'll tell you a quick story. Mm -hmm. Um, KTN and um. Um, and and my car had broken down, and I, it had been like maybe two or two years or three years since I had last taken a job. Mm -hmm. So I've gone there, cool and humble, by saying, "No way, na kiburi." Yeah. So now I've gone there in the evening. I've worked late till about eight p.m. Thinking I'm a celeb. Yeah. So I've checked into the Jav, Mimenda Audion. I've checked into the Jav. I've sat down, then now I'm trying to look mysterious. <laughs> eh? Then uh -huh. some person was there tapping me. So now I'm trying to linger now. Minani <laughs> Sasa. Eh? Tapping me. Yeah. I've lingered. Then I've tapped a third time. I've lingered. She looks at the the conda and she's like, hey, we are talking to pesa. <laughs> Guy. Eh? Oh Lord! You know I chamoed that cash quickly and just stared out of the rest of the window. You get? Yeah. But you see that the, the thing is that I built up in my head this idea that I'm this sort of person who is above taking matatus. Yeah. That is the daily experience of a majority of Kenyans. Why would I be ashamed of doing that? Yeah. You know, but it's this thing of that. Oh, now if you're not, if you're at this point in life you should have this. Mm. If you're at this point in life, you should have this. We all suffer from it. Even right now, yeah. I feel like I suffer from some of those things. But the key is to be aware of it. And, and that was very clever of you to, to talk about how aware you are mm -hmm. of the fact that Instagram, you know, and, and social media generally is, is, is hiding a bigger problem. Yeah. When you're aware of your demons, you can live above them, you can fight them. You get? Mm -hmm. And that awareness is really cool. So um, now at 24, mm -hmm. I, I love fun. Mm -hmm. I, love, I love to go out, I love to mm -hmm. go dancing. If it wasn't for the fact that I am very introverted, mm -hmm. I would actually go to a club and dance on my own and come back home. Mm -hmm. So now for me, that's the reason that I party right now. Mm -hmm. So for you at that time, would you say it was the same? Or was it FOMO? Um, both, but it was somewhere up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, in as much as I say I went out to on wild nights and stuff, I didn't go out for that many. Mm -hmm. But when they, when we went out, we, yeah. we hit the town properly. You know, we painted it all sorts of shades of red. Yeah. I want to go out and, 
you know and you really enjoy mm-hmm. sometimes the goal is kwenda na ulewe yani hadi uwezi angalia mtu yani you understand yeah. that's the stupidity of being young lazima itakuwa you know at that point in time you're like ni mimi nitazoesha hii pombe yani you yeah. understand um and 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 um and that was it for me like i enjoyed you go out and there's all sort of nice looking people mm-hmm. you also want to be around these nice looking yeah. people marashi yani i just Yeah, in the air and you're like hapa ni wapi you know yeah. you understand so you also you also want to be part of that so yeah i guess for me it was that as i don't have at your deep nini at your yeah i like what you enjoy and your friends that you used to party with then are you guys mm-hmm. still close yeah. now yeah 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 i mean some some we've kind of lost touch others we you know we kind of you know uh, parted there are few that that um, i'm in touch with now mm-hmm. and it's interesting to see how guys grow up and how guys transition out of that life mm-hmm. you know um for me i guess because i got married at 26 it kind of had to come with the territory that now siezi end out vile nataka yeah. you know um but now seeing these other guys now transition out of that life going from a wild night out you know maybe like five nights to three nights to one night to a drink at 11 pm you know nasai wanna push sana yeah. you understand it it for me just to observe that is really interesting and just gives you a really interesting um sense of you know you're not old until you become <laughs> you get old yeah. and it's not like i'm old but you know hey come down please <laughs> <laughs> anyway yeah but i guess i guess um i i, I, I guess watching that is really cool mm-hmm. yeah and it's one of the things that that's um at 24 you kind of don't see but mm-hmm. when you look forward and look then now you'll have that chance to look back you'll be like man i lived a life and these guys are here with me you know that's yeah. a cool thing to have that's really and nice. you don't have to be at your 100 guys even like yeah. two guys one guy yeah. It's okay. Me and my friends one hand. Mm. <laughs> I, I have such few friends. Um uh how many kids so far? Or oh, have you asked that with tension kiasi? <laughs> how, how many kids <laughs> so far? Nilko na meza mate alafu. No, we have four. Four? Four kids. Um I want to say that that chapter is closed. Mm-hmm. I want to say that. However um it, it, we're in a very in, weird time um Makena's you know Makena's slightly older than me mm-hmm. um um but she's kind of like still toying with the idea that maybe there might be mm-hmm. the energy for one more me <laughs> no wacha tulipe school fees kwanza <laughs> so it's closed for you but not for her yeah the door is slightly ajar for her yeah. i think it's more firmly closed for me but but i think we we may in the future adopt mm-hmm. we may but the so that's why for me it's closed but it's not locked um because guys lie to you mm-hmm. that raising children yes when people tell you ra- raising children is hard take them at their word yeah. it is hard However, the joy that you derive from that like if you're really invested is just I I don't know I can tell you 10,000 stories about my kids now I'll become that old guy who starts talking <laughs> about your, you know my kids. Uh-huh. But I I truly can't like even from today vitu ambazo zinanichakesha yani it's just like the silliest stuff. But there's another joy that you have from raising children that is it's indescribable mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, i'd put it that way um like uh, they just make me laugh all the time and they're just different personalities and just seeing them grow and seeing the kind of nonsense that they get up to yeah. and sometimes it frustrates you but other times you know you do things like that were done with you when you were younger and you can see like that that joy of hearing a story for the first time You know when we grow older we kind of forget about that sense of wonder that we had as children but just seeing it in their faces. Yeah. Just yesterday I was telling them a story that I'd been told by my my mom about my grandfather. 
and it had all of the you know those ones are kunini scaring guys now when you go quiet and then you do ah, you yeah. know <laughs> stuff like that and and just you know their reaction was really cool so let me stop because <laughs> I'll, i'll keep talking about them yeah uh, how many girls how many boys one girl only one girl one girl boys three boys yeah she's a daddy's girl uh um well she must be <laughs> i cannot say no yeah she's she's um uh, she's just a one she's a joy yeah. she's very beautiful how close are you very with beautiful. all four i'd say i'm cl- i'm quite close with quite all of close? them yeah all of them um in different ways my youngest um i should say our youngest we able to nini our youngest uh, farai he for the longest time we had this very iffy relationship where mm-hmm. you know the guy who just looks at you like mm, what are you telling yeah. me you know and me i'm like i'm trying to teach you how to <laughs> you get but we've bonded in a very weird just cool and an interesting way mm-hmm. and now he's like right now we're having um what do you call we're vibing like a lot yeah. like for the past like year like well, I kind of get him he now kind of gets me and and we are we're bonding a lot that used to be me and he, the the boy who's older than him he's going growing into a different f- uh, phase now so tension kiasi you know family is one of the things that you can very easily take for granted mm. so as a reminder yeah. we really should mm. now um as we start to wind up <laughs> yeah <laughs> um the letter Mm-hmm. was writing it to the past. Yeah. But now something that I'd want this podcast to also become is sort of like a time capsule that you can look um look at yeah. or listen to in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure which camera we're using. You can okay. just look into it and yes. tell your future self give a message that you can come and look for in 10 years. And to that camera, right? Yes. Okay. Um now even the things that I wanted to say I'll, but anyway I'll, I'll figure it out in 10 years you will have just one child who is not over 18 in the house meaning that there possibly will be more time that you have to yourself to makena with makena in these 10 years treat each other so well that that time when it comes we really really do enjoy all of these sacrifices that we're making now i really hope that in those 10 years tutaina na tujivinjari vizuri sana in 10 years i hope that you reach the place that you're working so hard for right now and not just as a as a journalist as a you know as the owner of a company but as a person i really hope that you look back on this interview and say that you know what this this was actually a page marker in my life and i am well on the way to that place that i want to be yeah awesome i can't mm. wait for 10 years to call people to be like hi just go and rewatch the video <laughs> i have a message for you <laughs> and uh, yeah. now to end the video mm-hmm. let us know how you felt while you were writing the letter hmm. i had been asked to write a letter to I, my younger self before what i did in that last in that first letter was um i I really tried to embellish and polish certain aspects of my life and make it seem like that and then more, I was very condescending. Wafanya hivi, fanya hivi, uende hivi, you understand? Yeah. With this one, I think having gone through some of the things that I've been through, everybody wants that kind of coach's voice in their head telling you you can do it, mm-hmm. you know? Because you when you're told you can, you will. You know, so it felt nice yeah um felt very edifying and a little scary though mm-hmm. yeah um because i wondered about what i would say to myself at 48 which is not it's not far away yeah 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 awesome mm. 
thank you so much for coming through today. Thank you. We are honored to be your first podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this was really cool. Thank you for yes, thank sir, you for sir. inviting me. And yeah, I'm glad to be speaking to you know, I always thought I'd be young. So I mm-hmm. always thought that ah now when I go on camera I'm speaking to guys who are twenty four. Yeah. You know these days guys who are thirty eight are like anyway, <laughs> I mean to my Maliza, but there was there was someone who met me and they were like, Man, do you know I used to grow up watching you? I was like, God, yeah. Yes, so <laughs> <laughs> because now you're like, ati ah, who I'm saying you're going to be a prime. Hey, and I'm the youngest in my family. Yeah. Would you believe it? Hey. Anyways, guys, yeah. thank yeah. you so much for watching. Always remember to work hard, have good intentions, and most importantly, to trust the process. Until next time, bye, guys. <laughs>